ask yourself when a customer leaves the dealership, when they roll out of the service bay and they go over the curb, how do you want them to feel about their experience with you? Welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast with Ted Ings, sponsored by BG Products. Be good to your customers with BG. Hello, everyone. I'm Gene Girdley, and I produce and direct the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast and virtual events. The Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast is your source for automotive industry leaders, innovators, and top performers, providing you with the latest ideas, technology, customer trends, and performance improvement strategies. And now, here's Ted Ings. That's right, Gene. We want to go ahead and welcome Glenn Pash, who is not just an icon in the industry, yet is the CEO of PCG Digital. Uh, Glenn is an international speaker who has spoken for NADA, Digital Dealer, NIADA, and the World Shopper Conference, and many others. He's worked with individuals and teams from the front lines to the C-suite, and from small businesses to large brands like Spectrum, Comcast, Lithium Motors, Berkshire Hathaway, Auto Canada, Nissan, Infinity, and Toyota, to name just a few. Glenn Pash, welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to uh, chat with you today. Hey, Glenn, thank you so much. We're honored to have you. It's been a long time in coming. So we're really excited about your message. And, um, you know, the event's just been uh, overwhelming. We've been getting a lot of great response and mm-hmm. a lot of people looking forward to to hearing your, your message today. So uh, with that, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, turn the stage over to you. Yeah. So, so when we were planning this, you know, what I love, love about this event is that you've, you know, created buckets, you know, to, or themes for each day. And, and the theme of people, one of the things that uh, we're confronted with in dealerships is the leaders of that, depending on what department, right? So let's just even for this, say, you know, your fixed ops director, multiple people from, from the techs to the advisors to you know, if I'm uh, sending cars out to get, you know, outside help to fix and adjust, there's just so many wheels spinning. And the key is, how do I constantly keep track of all of this, right? How do I maximize the performance? Because a lot of times we don't have time in the dealership to inspect or train or hold, we, you know, we cross our fingers that everybody's doing the right thing. And sometimes that blows up on us because we haven't really caught a problem in its infancy, and then all of a sudden it just grows and grows and festers and blows up. So it's really what I wanted to talk today is, you know, a few tips of how do you help your team get better? How do you set the right goals? How do you inspect so that you can get consistent performance from everyone? Excellent. I, I, I really I really agree with you. And you know what? Many of us, myself included, who came up in the sale and sales industry mm-hmm. uh, on the sales side, on the variable side, and then got, you know, indoctrinated into fixed ops uh, you know, trial by fire there many, many years ago, and now have come to really understand the importance of the of the the back end, if you will, the service and parts and the body shop. Uh, there's there's just so many so many components and so many things. And hey, Glenn, isn't the auto industry great? What a what a knowledge an individual can get just coming to work here because you learn about so many different things that you wouldn't be exposed to in other industries. Absolutely. Uh, and and to your point, your story is not uncommon. And I think that is a struggle for fixed ops because everything is so heavily focused from marketing, 
right? So when we're working with our clients from a digital marketing perspective with our agency, you know, a lot of times we have to sort of raise our hand and say, well, what about fixed ops? Because everything is so front-ended on the variable side. And, and, and even, you know, general managers coming up to run dealerships, very few of them are coming up through fixed ops. Everyone is being promoted from sales to general sales manager and general manager and the fixed operations person, you know, they, they're responsible for so many pieces. And as you say, so much revenue and higher volume, right? If you just looked at the number of customers coming through your door every day, uh, you know, at the end of the month, you know, fixed ops probably has three, four, five, could be 10 times the amount of people then, then are coming into your showroom to look uh, to buy a car. So it's really important to spend time with your teams, really focus on training them, making sure they're really clear about what your expectations are as a leader uh, in order to get those results. I, I usually find that's one of the key components of why we don't get the results we want. It's a disconnect of what I think I'm supposed to be doing. You know, our, our audience today, a big part, part of it are service managers and parts directors and fixed operations directors. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they don't get the love that uh, other parts of the dealership have gotten in terms of, you know, managing and leading. And mm -hmm. uh, again, a lot of it's just by going in and doing it trial and error. So what advice would you have on the people side of the business for our, our, our leaders today, our managers and dealership, where do we need to focus in 2021 to, you know, to make sure that we get the most out of this year and the most from and out of our people as possible? That's a great question. I, I, I've been sort of spouting out that I think this year is really about the experience that we have to give to our consumers because there is so much, so much choice out there of where I want to service my vehicle, right? Very competitive uh, or where I want to purchase my vehicle. Um, and it's not, if you think that half of the consumer base is not loyal to the brand, meaning that they change vehicles all the time, or I'm just looking for who can help me uh, service my vehicle faster and easier, who's making it easy for me. So I think one of the things you should be thinking about, a very simple question is ask yourself, when a customer leaves the dealership, when they roll out of the service bay and they go over the curb, how do you want them to feel? about their experience with you. Are they happy? Are they relieved? Did they say, hey, that that was that was easy, that was fast, boy, they took care of me, or are they frustrated about something? Uh, where now it's, oh, see, this is why I don't like going here. Um, so once you lock that down, then you have to start thinking, well, what do we have to do? What does our team have to do in order to make them feel that way? What actions are we doing? Is it a simple thing of getting up from behind the desk and uh, going, you know, leading them over to the car? Is it making sure that the seat is back to where it was for the driver versus the tech who rolled it in? You know, all these little things, once you start building out and say, these are the things we have to do, then you build it into a process. You train your team to say, this is how we need to behave. Here are the actions we need to do. And then it's up to the advisor or leader, whoever is over top of that team, is to watch it, inspect it, get out from behind the desk and go watch the interactions, even if it's for a short period of time every day, or keep your eyes open as you're walking around. If you're passing a customer with, a, with an advisor and you're stopped for a moment, watch what they're doing, listen to what they're doing so that you can give feedback, reinforce, hey, that was really great, Ted. You did a great job doing X, Y, and Z, right? Or if not, Ted, 
let me quick question. What do you remember from training about how we're supposed to do X, Y, and Z? And you can little times, like I call it, like I call it drive-by coaching versus, oh, we got to have these big, long training sessions, mm. maybe in the beginning to implement it. But if you spent time just watching and reinforcing just one little comment, then you tighten up those processes and deliver that experience. You know, Dave Anderson mentioned it this morning and that, you know, we've got to deal with a lot of these things when they're small, you know, yeah. in, in small in small buckets. And it's there's been a tendency, I know, over the years for service managers and parts managers to, uh, you know, become administrative and they're locked away in the office mm -hmm. and they've lost sight for the most part of what's happening out on the field. And we just had the Super Bowl this past Sunday. Right. And, you know, could you imagine a coach who's not out on the field, you know, watching the plays and instructing the team and coaching them and, and advising them? And like you just said, you know, those opportunities can't happen if we're locked away in an office. And it's it's so easy to to do that. You know, yeah, and, and I like I use that analogy as well, and I, and I think it's a very simple one for people to understand. If you and and so for leaders in that room, think to yourself in your life. If you played sports, you know, maybe you played sports in high school, or uh, you had a teacher that was very impactful. Just remember, where were they? Right, managers. Right to your point, Super Bowl teams. The general manager is usually up in an office away from the field because those are strategic analytical decisions. But where's the coach? On the sideline, during practice, out on the field, watching the game. And so that they constantly are critiquing, constantly tweaking the game. So where is the game played in the service uh, arena, right? It's, it's in the customer interaction. It's with the service advisors. It's even how the the service department looks physically? Is it easy for people when they park their car to know where they're going to go? Are they stepping over boxes and things like that? You're never going to see that in an office. You have to get out. And uh, I agree with you. There is a, a lot of demands put on these uh, uh, you know, department heads that have a lot of administrative tasks, and that is part of their job. So there's one of two things you can do. Move your desk out into the customer, you know, out on the floor or bucket some time to say every two hours or every hour, I'm going to go do a walk. Or if I'm going to go to grab a cup of coffee, let me walk through the department and just see what's going on and stand there, right? I always say it's the five minute. Take five minutes a couple times during the day and just don't think, don't move, don't talk to anybody. Just watch and say, am I happy with what I see? You can learn a lot by observing in a service department Absolutely. and in a parts department as well. You mentioned earlier the, the customer and the consumer. You know, a lot of times we come to work every day and we're in the dealership five, six days a week and we lose sight of those that box that's mm -hmm. you know, out in the open that a customer would see or something that's dirty that a customer would, would typically see. And we kind of accept that. And, you know, we, we really have to look through it through the eyes of, you know, of the consumer and, and you know, look, look at it as they do. And that's hard because, in, you know, that's why, you know, when we go into dealerships, we ask the obvious questions. But I always tell the, the, the people who I'm working with, I could have you come to my office and you spend a week with my team and you're going to ask me questions. Why is that there? Why do you do that? Because we're, like, as you said, we, we get into our day and we really stop seeing 
because when we're walking through the dealership, we have a destination. We have to go, you know, we're got to get to my desk. I got to go make the phone call. I got to go get what I'm, you know, my, what's in my head. I have to get it done. And we just blow past everything versus trying to. So it's a great recommendation. I, I agree with you. It's a great thing to when you're driving up, just focus on that. Just take that moment to just drive up and say, you know, look around. It, is my signage, is it easy for, does a customer know? And I mean, there's some dealerships, you've been to them, I have too. The, the parking lots are enormous and you're driving in circles going, where am I supposed to park? What am I supposed to do? Can I do that? All of that we take for granted. And even what door I should walk into, you know, is this the right door? Am I going to go in the wrong door? You know, so simple things that we take for granted, uh, in it from a customer standpoint, and it, it goes for getting the maximum results as we were talking about our team. We take it for granted that they understand what I want them to do. So when I'm setting goals, right, a very simple thing, if they're saying, listen, we need to uh, increase our, you know, RO, or we need to upsell more services, right? Well, what does that mean? Right. So if I'm sitting in a classroom and they're saying, hey, everybody, we got to pick up our numbers or we got to increase, you know, we need more money on the ROs or we got to increase this. We got to do this unless it's really specific where it's non-negotiable. We need 10 percent, even 10 percent. Some people go, I don't know how to figure that out. But if you say I need I need you to ask for this service or I need $50 more on this, or I need you to make X number of phone calls, right? Then everyone goes, okay, I know what 10 is. I know what 50 is. Ask yourselves again, those of you that are listening and you're in charge of teams, when was the last time that someone said to you, oh, Ted, sorry, hey, boss, sorry, I, I, is that, I thought you meant this, right? And there's that disconnect. Mm -hmm. You're frustrated, they're frustrated versus making it so clear and simple this is how we do our business. This is how we greet our customer. This is how we write up this. This is how we share information, right? All so that it's machine-like. And when you do that, it allows your, your, your team to relax, right? Going back to your analogy of sports, we all have a role when they call that play. We all know what we're supposed to do. So they're not sitting there going, what do I think? What am I supposed to do? You wouldn't be on the field. So you can just know I'm there. I'm, I'm going there. So the more that you can do that for your team, one, it's easier to let them, them fly because they know what they're supposed to do. You know what to look for. But more importantly, it's easier to get them back on track if you're not getting the results because we're not debating things anymore. And in the service drive, as you know, there's so many things going on. The more that you can lock down the, your processes, lock down your expectations for your team, then it's easier to compliment them, support them, encourage them. And that's where you get those consistent results slowly growing because everybody knows that you as their leader, you they see you as a coach, not as the boss that you're like, uh-oh, Ted's coming. It's more, Ted, help me, or Ted, look what I'm doing here, excited. That's what you really want to build to lead a great high-performing team. You know, and I think in the last 12 months, we've learned an awful lot. There was a time, remember those few months uh, where the essential business was mm -hmm. the service and, and parts department, and a lot of focus went on fixed ops. Sure. And I heard it said that, you know, fixed ops is is becoming now the the front of the store. You know, because the focus needs to be more on that than ever before. That's where a lot of dollars, of course, and labor are generated. Uh, how do you they're, feel? About they're that? the key. They're I I am 
I hate to say it took that, you know, pandemic to wake everyone up, you know, the whole variable side's a whole separate conversation, but in service, what dealers realized is the key to retaining my customer base is in service. It's not in sales because sales is every three years, four years, five years. Service should be every few months. And if I really deliver great experience, there's no need for them to go anywhere else. I already have them in my drive. I know when their lease is up. I can already probably prospect them. But that's really the key to retaining your customer base. And, and when dealers started to realize that, that we have to make it look, it's again, not that service drives are not pretty or ugly, but it can't be taken for granted right? To your point, we have to pour into those people and lead those people and help them get better because they're interacting, as I said earlier, probably with five, 10 times the customers yeah. that your, your, your sales side is, but they're also your customers where sales, you're trying to win them over to be a customer. These are your customers. They pay you money. So it's how you treat them. So again, when you're building that team and you're really focusing on that, that customer experience, the more that you can map that out, the more you can explain it to those folks in the drive, the, the, that team there is that you are retention specialists. You're the key to our success long term and you treat them with that importance and encourage them with that importance. Boy, you, why would anybody go anywhere else? And, that, and then again, that just fills your, your sales side. Dealers have it reversed. They think sales fills service. I'm like, no, service keeps your pipeline in the variable side full. Ooh, I love it. I love it. Glenn Pesh, so honored to have you here and the great work that you are doing with PCG Digital. So thank you so much. Glenn Pesh here at the Fixed Ops Roundtable, everybody. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us on the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast with Ted Ings. Sponsored by BG Products. Help your customers be good for life with the Lifetime BG Protection Plan. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast or any of our Fixed Ops Roundtable events, or if you'd like sponsorship information, reach out to Ted Ings at area code 212-763-0016. That's 212-763-0016. 212-763-0016. On behalf of Ted Ings and everyone at the Fixed Ops Roundtable, I'm Gene Girdley. Thanks for listening.